to Nebraska Grows, a podcast for uh, commercial fruit and vegetable producers in Nebraska. I'm your host, Carol Waters, and with me this week is Ben Jewell, uh, Extension Educator for Rural Prosperity Nebraska in Odo County. Hi, Ben. Hi, Carol. Thanks for joining me again. Yeah, happy to be here. Well, I know last time you talked a little bit about Rural Prosperity Nebraska and what that role was, so I'm not going to ask you to rehash that. But I would ask if you talk a little bit about what NERFC is and what Extension's role in NERFC is. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. So NERFC is, stands for the Nebraska Regional Food Systems Initiative, and this is a program within Nebraska Extension that started in 2018. Um, and really just kind of a way to bring together educators and specialists and experts across the Extension system um, who are working on local and regional food systems in various capacities in various ways. And um, so NERFC um, is kind of spearheading several projects in extension um, that we I think we will talk about later, some of them. And and um, um, I kind of lost track of the second part of your question there. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. <laughs> that, that, that answered my question completely. Because I want to dive right into our topic for today, which is the Farmer's Market Handbook, which I know you were really instrumental in getting put together. And it is a great resource. Thank you for... Um, giving me a hard copy of one. Um, Absolutely. Talk a little bit about how did the idea for the handbook come about and what was the motivation behind creating it? Yeah, well, credit where credit is due. Um, I have a colleague, uh, Kirsten Bailey from the Center for Rural Affairs approached me in, boy, it was 2019, several years ago now, and said, you know, they had identified some issues that they were having with some farmers markets around the state where they were trying to help producers get their kind of get their um, start in a farmer's market um, sales capacity. Um, and they had just found a lot of inconsistencies across markets. So it was very difficult for producers to kind of serve multiple different markets because there was different rules, there were different expectations, different costs, different, all these kind of things. There was not a lot to kind of uh, make it easy for the producer to find the market that's nearest them and have success selling there. So, um, they approached us and, and said, hey, we we found this model out there in Iowa. So again, credit where credit is due, Northeast Iowa RC&D um, had put out a, a handbook in Iowa for their farmer's market managers. And um, so we kind of loved what they had done. It was really practical. It was really um, easy to use. It was just chock full of um, insights and thoughts and suggestions from actual market managers in the state of Iowa. And uh, it just kind of provided a real local context to how to operate a farmer's market and make it a successful um, successful market for, for the communities that they're serving. So uh, we decided let's try that here in Nebraska. And so we applied for some funding through the USDA, a farmer's market promotion program grant, and, and were rewarded at the end of 2019. And so that's kind of where that kind of got kicked off from. And, you know, uh, about a month or two after we started the project, COVID started. So we had grand plans to tour the state and visit farmers markets and take all these photos and do all these things. And so we really had to pivot pretty quickly um, to delivering some of that content online virtually and connecting with markets across the state virtually as best as we could. So tell me a little bit about the book itself. Can you give just an overview of what the handbook covers and some of the key topics in it? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so we really um, wanted this to be pretty comprehensive. 
Um, so it covers a lot of different grounds, um, you know, everything from kind of how defining a, how to define a farmer's market, you know, what their function is in, in a community, um, and then in the food system, you know, and this is really geared mostly for, uh, the managers of farmer's markets. So we wanted to kind of give them a practical guide, um, to kind of serve that, serve that role at the market. So we have a whole chapter on kind of what it means to be a farmer's market manager, which, you you know, touches on everything from recruiting vendors to um, setting up rules and policies and fees to um, marketing and all that kind of great stuff. Um, there's a whole kind of section two on designing a farmer's market or setting it up considerations to make in terms of the space that you have. If you're in a city park or if you're in a parking lot, how to kind of set up the space so it flows well and works well for the vendors and the customers coming through. Um, quite a bit of information in there about different um, different programs that a lot of farmer's markets um, uh, make available, whether that be um, accepting SNAP um, benefits at the market, which is something that we've worked with a lot of markets over the last three or four years to help them uh, make that a reality for their farmers market. And, you know, just again, thinking about accessibility of the market for, for all community members. Um, so a lot of great information in there about that, how to kind of find local resources in Nebraska that, um, you know, oversee these different programs, whether it be Department of Ag or Department of Health and Human Services. So um, it really covers the gamut. We've got some information about legal issues at farmers markets as well. So, um, you know, a lot of considerations around that is that people don't think about right off the bat. You know, if you're operating a farmers market and someone trips and falls and gets hurt, you're probably liable for that. And then so insurance becomes a real huge uh, need for farmers markets, but it's not always um, what people think about right off the bat. So, you know, I think one of the things that we found in kind of researching the farmers markets in Nebraska and talking to folks who are really intimately involved in them is it's often a volunteer run market. Most of Nebraska's rural markets in particular are volunteer managed. It's often a vendor who's doing this in addition to being a vendor and really just wants to see the market succeed and keep going. So has taken it upon themselves and they're doing the best they can do. So this guide was really, this handbook was really um, intended to kind of help those folks, um, you know, have a little bit more of a stable base in their operation and, uh, and have a little bit of support behind them. Now I know it's written for managers and it's super easy to um, navigate I think that that is something I really like about. I love the color coding, by the way. Um, oh, thanks. I, I did notice that while I was flipping through it today. Um, I really enjoy that you have the market manager's perspectives in here. It's not just um, experts telling you what to do. It's seems like it was really intentional to get farmers markets really involved in it. Is that the case? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think we, we had kind of a twofold idea there. One was we wanted to learn from them what, what what was actually happening on the ground at farmers markets across the state. You know, for those of us on the project, most of us were, we live in Lincoln or Omaha. We're kind of familiar with that farmers market scene and what goes on there. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of firsthand knowledge of what was happening out you know, in the panhandle or across the state and in, in different pockets of the state. So that was kind of our first objective. We wanted to talk to actual market managers, listen to them, have them tell us about their what they do and what their challenges are and what they feel like is going, working really well. 
And then um, we wanted to kind of take that information and sort of combine it with, you know, research around best practices and, and you know, kind of researching other extension systems and what they um, promote around farmers market management and kind of combine the two so that we could deliver back, you know, here's what we heard from you, what your challenges are, here's what we found um, in terms of our research around farmers market organization and management. And now we wanna give this resource back to you with most of it being your words about what you do as a farmer's market manager. Again, just kind of thinking about that relatability and wanting to serve that audience um, in a way that felt like we were reaching them uh, in the way that they kind of were asking for us to give it back to them. Okay, great. Um, can you discuss the role of, of community engagement and the importance of building relationships between the farmers, the vendors, and the consumers in the context of the farmer's market? I know it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And you're really getting at the crux of, you know, when people ask or talk about why farmer's market, why do we want a farmer's market in our community, or why would it be beneficial? I mean, I think it's this exactly. I mean, the relationships that form just by sheer nature of we're setting up this market here, there's going to be farmers and other producers coming with their products. There's going to be customers coming. And, you know, beyond that, there's just so many other relationships that are critical. Um, you know, we talked to so many markets across the state that um, have formed relationships with a local chamber of commerce or um the city itself, the you know city administration or the parks department or something like that, and that entity is acting as a fiscal agent. So now you have a, a nonprofit or a city government um, organization working with this farmers market um, organizer and manager. You got the producers coming, you got the customers coming. So you know it really sort of the market kind of lives and dies by the relationships that that form to um, create it and, and help it operate and. Um, we really promoted through the handbook and in our conversations with markets, um, these models that we saw at those. So for example, the Beatrice has a really great uh, farmer's market that their local um, economic development organization uh, is helping support. And um, they've just, they've really had a lot of success with that model. And so where we've had communities that have approached us and said, hey, we're just a volunteer market, um, we really are struggling to keep going. What can we do? Usually the first thing we would tell them is let's let's help you get connected with your local chamber, with a local nonprofit. Let's find the agencies and the people in the, in the organizations that are there in your community that would provide a great support network around this market to help it um, sustain. So yeah, the engagement part of it is really critical. And you know, I, it happens at multiple levels. It's there's the engagement with the producers is just one kind of bucket of that. And obviously marketing to the customers and attracting them to the market is, is another, but there's all this other kind of organizational and operational sort of networking that happens to keep the farmer's markets going. Yeah. And one piece I really liked in your, in, in the handbook that I've not seen in another one and I've been around several markets um, is a section on conflict resolution. Mm. And that's not something you think about for markets, but it's so important. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit more about conflict resolution at the market? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, 
I think, you know, anytime a group of humans are getting together, there's a there's a chance of some conflict. Right. So uh, I, I on one level, it's just kind of important to to have this sort of um, awareness that, um, you know, there's a potential for for conflict here um, that maybe people don't think about right off the bat. But, you know, I think we've heard from many market managers and um, talked to a lot of folks who have indicated to us that they wished that they had had some sort of conflict resolution training or background or some sort of guidance for how to deal with certain issues. And so we wanted to kind of extract from that, um, you know, what are some kind of some basic tips to give these folks that might help them should some conflict arise. And, and, you know, I think a lot of what we tried to emphasize was having clear expectations and rules up front that everyone is aware of is just so huge. And that's what we found all over the state. There's not often is there a set of rules that producers sign on to, to say, this is how the oper- the market operates. Um, so there's just a lot of ambiguity out there. And I think that just makes it ripe for conflict to happen, right? So one person is selling something and uh, doing it before the bell rings or the market starts technically, you know, and other people are waiting, you know, it's kind of like there's just all these opportunities without clear set of guidelines and rules um, that that make it a real challenge for the market managers who, again, are often volunteers and weren't really, you know, it, they're not doing this because it's their job or their career. They're doing it just to try to help everybody else out. And so um, some simple tips in there and some simple guidance around how to kind of approach that, uh, those potential pitfalls and and be prepared for them. And, and I know this book was written for market managers specifically, but there's a lot of great information in it for vendors as well. I think vendors would get... Um, would be able to pull pieces from it that really help themselves also. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I think you're right. And I think, I think it's useful for vendors. And we did also create um, a series of vendor handouts to kind of complement the market manager handbook. So there's kind of really great topics in there. Um, Kind of one to two pagers, really simple handouts for producers. And we're kind of encouraging market managers to use these in their beginning of season um meetings that they might have or just sharing with their vendors and then extension and buy fresh by local and center for rural fairs who are the partners on the on the project are going to use these in trainings and in kind of other educational classes so that's out there as well but yeah i mean i think producers we hope that they find this useful and we really hope that they find um that improving some of the operations of farmers markets um, will benefit them in terms of their business and ability to to make sales. And one piece I, I noticed in here that I, I also really like, there's a lot I love about this book just in general, um, but talking about measuring the market performance, why is yeah. that so important both to yeah. vendors and the market? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and we get, you know, this is something we got asked a lot by um, market managers. So this really kind of generated out of their own interest, you know. Um, well, one of the, a lot of markets, because of kind of the the oversight structures that I was talking about earlier, if you've got a nonprofit managing the market, for example, um, they're likely going to be writing for grants or seeking funding of some kind, um, which almost always means that there has to be some sort of impact to measure, right? And so 
there's a kind of on the one hand, there's the kind of need to measure impact to kind of track a little bit of data to keep those funding streams open and available to keep the market running. But I think at a different level, I think any market benefits from collecting at least a little bit of evaluation or data from their market because it helps them improve their operations, hopefully. And so we really, um, you know, provided quite a bit of information. You know, I think that chapter is probably the most detailed chapter in the whole handbook. And obviously it could be a whole book in and of itself, but um, we really have encouraged and, and really want to equip markets with at least kind of a core foundation of here are some data points that would probably be useful for me as a market manager. You know, you get to the end of your season, you're selecting back, you might have an end of year celebration with your mark with your vendors and partners and supporters and whatnot. And you want to be able to show to them, you know, we had X number of vendors this year. We held these number markets. We took a customer count at couple different times throughout the season just to sort of, you know, gauge are we um, increasing or decreasing in customers and, you know, just some really kind of simple things um, gives an opportunity for a market manager to say, well, next year I'm going to try X. I'm going to try this marketing strategy and we'll retest our, our customer counts and kind of get report backs from vendors and see how it went for them and really try to improve how we're drawing people to the market. So I think just, yeah, on that operational level, really important to be able to do it if possible. I mean, if it's, this is where it becomes challenging, where I think folks like Extension could really step in and play a role here because, you know, again, these are often volunteers and it's just them. They're not, you know, they don't have students or whomever else. So that's kind of something we're exploring right now too, is how do we, now that this project is over, how do we continue to support markets beyond just kind of shipping out this handbook or putting it online? Um, you know, we've talked a lot about in this project and, and continue to think about, <clears throat> you know, and many other states do this, the formation of some sort of a farmer's market advisory group or coalition or something like that across the state where there could be some kind of professional development or trainings and, and best practices and conferences around uh, farmers market manager management in Nebraska, because I think there's some really some support needed statewide that would boost these markets. So are there any come... other resources that you would recommend to complement the handbook at this time for those who are interested in learning more about Nebraska farmers markets? Yeah, absolutely. So I, the farmer's market handbook and uh, the associated, um, everything related to that project lives on the Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska website. So I definitely encourage everyone to take a look at that. It's buylocalnebraska.org. Um, there's a farmer's market tab up there and on there you can get on and we've created a, um, a map, a Google map that locates all the farmer's markets in the state of Nebraska. And so if you are interested to find the closest market to you, you can find uh, that on this map. You can click on it, get some basic information. Um, it also has great, you know, stories about producers um, that we created through this project, really talking about who they are and what they do um, and just a lot of great additional resources there. So by Fresh, uh, by Local Nebraska, their website is buylocalnebraska.org. Great. And um you know, I like to end with an extension tip. So what would your extension tip be to anyone listening to this podcast? Uh, my extension tip would be it's farmer's market season. Um, it's getting nice out. Spring is here. 
Um, get on that buy fresh by local Nebraska website, find the farmer's market nearest you get out there um, in the next month or two and really support these farmers because um, they've, uh, it's been a rough couple of years with COVID. And so um, supporting them, keeping them around, making sure that they're um, staying viable is really critical for our food system. And I would add to that, if there's not a local farmer's market, you know, and if you're interested in it, you know, start looking at the handbook for next year, uh, start gathering your team of people that you think might be interested in starting a farmer's market. Extension's certainly happy to help with that effort Absolutely. in areas across the state. Yeah, I love it. Great suggestion. So with that, Ben, thank you so much. Thanks, Carol. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening to Nebraska Grows. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider.